Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Why Are You, the Thai BL series, episode 10. I liked everything about this episode except the end, which I would definitely recommend skipping, but you know, that's again just me. Again, huge caveat here, this series is not intended for kids. The thing I liked about this is it's the only episode so far I have seen that had this little bit with signs on that was kind of funny. I mean, I don't know. I don't mean to be rude, but they are, like, super annoying through this entire series, in my personal opinion. But this episode had, like, less than probably a four-minute clip of them, and they're just conked out because Zahn is tired and likes to have his head rubbed. And I don't know why, but that is just funny to me. But anyway... Yeah, so minor digression, that's at the beginning of this episode, and that's all you see of them. And then the rest of this episode is about Tudor and Fighter. They decide to go scuba diving, kind of go hang out at a, villi- at a village there on the island. And um, Tudor knows how to r- drive a motorcycle, and Fighter doesn't, which makes Fighter feel bad. <laughs> and I don't know why, but that is kind of interesting. And... Um, that's kind of how this episode goes. And then at the end of this episode, we have what I would again call a romantical moment that I would just skip. And then um, that's kind of it. But I did like this episode, the interplay between Tudor and Fighter, just kind of being, you know, I don't know how to explain it, just being funky people who are, you know, driving each other nuts, but they do care about each other. And it's kind of funny to watch. So anyway, I like this episode. I also, this is the one episode that, again, Zahn and Sai are not terribly annoying and are kind of funny in. So I would give this episode probably an 8 out of 10 if you don't include the last bit. So again, that's Anna's review of Why Are You? Episode 10, the Thai BL drama series. And with that, Anna out. Check it at the round table. Bye. Oh, little addendum here. I did like, and I forgot to mention this in a previous podcast, but I think it was in episode 8, actually. There's this moment, little discussion, and I thought, you know, I should bring this up in the podcast, and I forgot to do it in episode 8, I believe it was. But anyway... There's a scene following a concert where Tudor is upset at Fighter because Fighter brought one of his friends, who was a girl, to the concert, and Tudor assumed he was pretending to be on a date with her. Well, he wasn't doing that at all. He just said, I'm bri- I brought a friend who happens to be a girl to go to the concert with me. And so, for some reason, Tudor and Fighter both leave at the same time. Tudor gets this explained to him by Fighter, and then they go back to Tudor's apartment to have Tudor pack up his stuff to go to the beach um, trip the next day. And there's this one little momentary scene where um, Tudor and Fighter are just sitting there talking, and Tudor says, can you see us at the end? Oh, no, excuse me, Fighter says, can you see us at the end? And Tudor says, you know, I really don't know about the end. The end is extremely vague. You know, anything can happen between now and the end. <laughs> And, you know, I really appreciate that about Tudor because he just sits there and he kind of analyzes it and he goes, you know, I'm going to be completely honest here that I don't know what the end holds. And the other thing is I think even if Tudor did think that the end could be, you know, have them both together, I don't think he would admit to that because he would feel that would be putting something upon Fighter that might not be good for Fighter. But anyway, Fighter's just thing goes, 
I can see everything at the end. I really don't see the problem here, and it's going to be really cool at the end. And it's like, I think that's kind of when, you know, with the relationships that are going, I think a lot of times people don't think about the end. They just think about the moment right then. And then, you know, moments can have really good decisions and moments can have really bad decisions. And, you know, what you do in a moment might not be what you would do if you thought about it over the long run. And that has good and bad sides. Usually in my personal experience of observing, it usually doesn't work out too well if you're just living in the moment. But I think, you know, if you go into things with an end game in mind, I mean, I know that sounds totally weird, and I'm kind of going off on a little branch here, as you can tell, but it made me think about it because, you know, a lot of people don't think about the end game, as they say. And, you know, I think if you're in any kind of relationship, you know, I don't know, but life has kind of taught me that, you know, eventually somebody's going to go. Now, whether that's through death, whether that's through, you know, them leaving, whether that's through whatever, it's going to happen. I mean, you just might as well deal with that, observe it and know, you know, even at the beginning, it's going to happen. Either somebody's going to part ways or somebody's going to die. I mean, you know, at, at the best, you hope it's, you know, death years down the road, but still that's not really a great, um, what do I say? That's not really a positive thing to think about. But I think it's kind of something that people need to think about because I think if people did, as couples, as friends, as even just how we relate to other humans, we would live our lives very differently. It's like, I think something that I'm starting to do in my life is sit there and go, if this really is going to have an end game, which, you know, all relationships do, whether we like it or not, how can I be the best friend, et cetera, et cetera, I can be that when I do have to leave for whatever reason, or they have to leave for whatever reason, I've helped them to have the tools to do so in the best way possible. Now, granted, you can give people the tools and they can totally never mind it up. But I think that the point is, and I'm, I'm not trying to be bad here to anyone, I'm just saying, but I think the point is, is with Tudor and Fighter in that one little moment, and again, that's why I really like BL series, is I know I keep bringing that up throughout these podcasts, but they have more moments of you sitting there going, darn, they nailed it. And why don't they nail this in other genres? I mean, I'm not trying to be bad here, people, but really, why is it only the BLs that have these little nuggets that kind of catch in your brain and go, Ugh, why didn't everyone else think about that? But I think that the thing is, is, you know, when you go into a relationship, whatever kind of relationship it may be, you need to realize it's you know, it's not for the short haul. Now, some people, it's like, they don't care. They just, you know, want to be in a quick relationship. That's it. But, you know, I really don't think most of humanity is wired that way. Now, I think a lot of things have happened that have been thrust upon people that rewires them and makes them completely freak out about long-term relationships, whether that's with friends, whether that's romantic. And, you know, I'm not blaming anyone for that. In fact, I totally get it. But I'm just saying... In the end result, I think you need to sit there and go, what's my end game? How is this going to look when I do have to go? Whether that's, you know, I pass away and I'm transported to another reality or, you know, for some reason one of us has to part ways. Am I going to be the kind of person that has done my best to give them the tools to move on in really good ways? 
And, you know, I think one of the ways that I saw that most was in that film called We Bought a Zoo, where, unfortunately, when the wife passed away, she didn't leave her husband. He did not handle her passing well. And, you know, I really don't know how you'd handle that passing well, because they had two kids. The one was seven. The one was, like, 12. Um, his wife passed away at, like, probably 34. I mean, this is not ideal in any sense of the word. And, it would have been hard no matter what. But the thing I really liked about when she did pass away is she knew he was going to completely screw it up. So what she did is before she passed away, she put a trust fund basically in place so that when he did totally had disaster, make really bad financial decisions regarding business because he was trying to keep it all together, she would have something there because she knew that at that point he would make right decisions and it would be okay and then he would have something to fall back on. And I thought, you know, it's good to know what the other party's weaknesses are so that if something ever does come up that would lead to you partying in whatever way, you've got your end game. You know what you're going to do. And you know what? I don't mean it weird, but I think in a way that's very freeing because you go, okay, if that's the end game, then what do I do now to prepare for that? And not in a weird, macabre way, but in a way that is like, you know, eventually this is going to end. Now, I think it's also good to go into a relationship and go, you know, this is for the long haul, like with Tudor and Fighter. But, you know, eventually one of them is going to, you know, probably pass away, whatever, because I really don't see them breaking up. I mean, I think in the series that they do break up for a bit because, um, fighter's dad is upset that his son is, um, chosen to be a homosexual. And I'm going, you know, but they get that worked out and life goes on. But I really don't see those two probably parting ways because, again, they knew each other for years before they ended up together. They're in late college and usually relationships are a little more static as you get into your mid-20s to late-20s. I mean, not always, but typically, than like an 18-year-old, a 20-year-old. And not that you can't have 18-year-olds and 20-year-olds with very good relationships, but it usually tends to be, at least in my observation, a little longer lasting if they're a bit older. But um, I think the thing is, is to think about it as a long-haul thing, but to also realize you need to have a really good game plan. And that doesn't mean that you're being macabre or, you know, walking around telling everyone, I have a game plan for when I end up, you know, dying or whatever. But it does mean that you sit there and go, yourself, personally, what are my plans that way? And not even that you tell anyone, but that you get things in order so that, you know, if something would ever happen, the people you love and care about are going to be okay. I mean, sure, they're going to be totally feeling gutted for a while. I mean, there's no getting around that if they truly care about you. But they're going to move on. They're going to do other things. And it's not like they're moving on from you, but they're moving on with you because you provided them with the tools they needed to go through that. And, you know, that's something that I think is a really cool thing. But that was a very lengthy digression. And not maybe exactly to the point, but I wanted to bring up the Tudor Fighter do you see this in the end? And I think that's a very good question to ask in a relationship because if you can't even imagine it at the end, then you probably shouldn't be in that relationship. And I don't mean that bad about anybody. I'm just saying, if there's not, I'm sorry, I got hiccups. <laughs> but if there's not um, a plan, if you're just kind of flying blind, that's not a good way to fly. I'm just saying. 
you don't want to fly that way. You want to fly Delta United, you know, not fly by the cuff. But anyway, that's Honor with her opinion on end games and why I like. Can you see the end? That question. So with that, Honor out. Check it at the round table. Bye.